is your cup empty? Is your cup full? And I think the window of tolerance, if your window of tolerance is closing, it's because your cup is empty. So with me asking you, how do you release? To me, it's more of like what fills your cup? So when your cup is getting empty or your window of tolerance is closing, what fills your cup? And I think having conversations with others is a fantastic answer for that. Look, hell of an intro. I tell you what you info, but I never really been the type of dude to give no info. Welcome everyone. It's Ronnie and now I get to say Courtney on the mic. <laughs> so get ready to empower your mind and transform your reality. And of course, the best part is you get to do it with us today. If you're finding value in the show, do you just do yourself a favor and share it with someone you know all it takes is really that one person that you go ahead and share it to to really change maybe their life maybe it is something that they really really need help with today but not only do yourself a favor do us a favor and allow us to help and grow the show but let's go right into it um courtney how are you doing today man i'm good oh. thank you how are you i'm doing fantastic mm -hmm. so a little better than good but oh, oh sorry here we go here we go <laughs> no i think i feel like when people say when that whenever that question comes like how are you doing mm -hmm. i feel like everybody always says good so like you know what does really good mean anymore it's just something that everybody says so that's why i kind of like to throw something else out there you know to I'll have a better like, word. Oh, next you're week. doing fantastic i'm gonna okay. prep i'm gonna prep for next week i'm like what's what's the best word for the week but, but it has to be authentic. And today I'm doing good. It's Friday. I have no complaints. I have an exciting weekend planned. That's what I mean by good. So that's good. That's good. good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's completely fair. So in today's conversation, it's actually an interesting one. And we were kind of having pre-conversations about this. And I was just like, well, I honestly, I think this is going to be good. It's probably going to be a lot of back and forth, so be ready for this. But it's intentional to get everybody to really think, as we always like to do, is to have people think about the topics and the discussions that we're having because it's helpful. I mean, I honestly, I say it all the time, guys. I selfishly use this podcast as a way to help engage me as much as possible with everything that I have going on because – I mean, if you're a superhero, great for you, but I am not. So <laughs> I lean on those individuals that can help me. And having these conversations are extremely, extremely helpful for myself. And so we're going to talk about really what is your window of tolerance. But before we get there, I want to hear from, you know, obviously you're going to hear from both of us and even yourself. What is your level of tolerance? And Courtney, I, I'll throw that question at you first, and then we can kind of go back and forth on that. Mm -hmm. So my level of tolerance, I... As you know, and as you'll continue to know, I don't have a straightforward answer to anything. I think way too much about stuff, so we're just going to get started right with that. Um, my level of tolerance is going to change day to day. It's going to change based on like what I'm dealing with, based on what's going on in my mind. Do I have a lot? Am I thinking about a lot of stuff? Um, yeah, so my window, my window of tolerance, or I'm going to say window of tolerance because that's how I've learned it, but my tolerance level... Um, it's definitely changing, ever-changing, so to speak. I'd say it's pretty good Is today. That... It's pretty good today, though, because I'm doing good. But... Interesting. <laughs> but do you think that's fair to, like, you know, the people that, I guess, you, you come across on a random occasion or on a random day, and because something else happened, you're giving them a very, I guess, your window of tolerance is, like, you know, maybe wide or maybe really narrow. Like, mm -hmm. Do you see that as fair, if it always is ever-changing? fair well <laughs> it's well tolerance and res 
respect are two very different things, right? So I might have okay. a low tolerance level that day or a very small window of tolerance that day, but I'm going to do my best to respect people. I, I've i definitely seen, there mm. have been times where I've gone to, I don't know, you know, go to check out at a store, go to like get some food at a drive through or something like that. Right. And, and I leave and I'm like, I was I'm not as nice to that person as I could have been. And I can tell it's just because of the day that I was having. So I can see with myself, it's like, okay, I think my window of tolerance is quite small today. Um, But I think Hmm. overall, I'm a pretty tolerant person. And I think the reason for that, and we're already throwing new topics (laughs) with this conversation, (laughs) but I think my reason for that is I'm a quite empathetic person and compassionate Hmm. person. So I think being able to empathize with other people allows me to be tolerant, allows me to just kind of be like, you know what, they're they're probably having a rough day and that's why they're acting like that. So I'm just going to give them some grace and be tolerant. I think that's where I I struggle with a lot. It's the empathetic side of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's why I could say my tolerance level is very narrow, straight. It's very small. And Yes, of course, I think you've nailed it. It's some days it may be a little bit larger than others, but nine times out of 10, it is it is what it is. If it is larger on another day, I had another conversation with someone else mm-hmm. <laughs> that helped me see another whole nother side that maybe I wasn't looking, but I mean, straightforward to the point. I mean, literally, and like <laughs> what you see right here, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, at least, mm-hmm. this is probably what it is on a regular basis. And I just, I don't know if it's, I really do think it's an empathetic thing. I'm, I definitely think I can be, but I don't lash out on people. I, that's one thing I don't do. Uh, I think that's just, yeah. just disrespectful to do such such things like that. So, so that, even that... though my level of tolerance is very small, you won't know it. Yeah. Okay. So that would that's what I oh, was sorry. I was going to cut you off, but that would be my question: is with a small window of tolerance or tolerance level, however we want to communicate it what what happens when you're beyond that or does does that happen a lot if you do have a low tolerance level like do you go beyond that pretty often or what does that look like no it doesn't look like anything it's just i've i've recollected i've put pretty much put the data points in my brain of what occurred (laughs) and at that point i i just go about the situation how i think anybody would originally go about it i don't allow that to kind of change my mood change my situation change the way i speak to anyone it's more or less just, okay, noted. Now I understand, you know, my tolerance level really on a, now I've gotten proof um, of whether that tolerance is good to have at that point or not. Um, so it's, it's doesn't, I purposely don't make sure that it does impact um, any relationship because again, it's everybody operates the way that they want to. Who am I to, you know, kind of put a string over somebody and say, hey, do this or do that. It's no, this is how you, this is who you are. Um, And Mm -hmm. I accept people for who they are, which is, I think, why I don't allow my low level of tolerance um, to impact any, any day to day that I go through. It's, I just deal with it, I guess, more internally than externally and allowing everybody else to really see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I would almost think to me, that sounds like you have a high tolerance level. So to me, what's going on, the language that's happening in my brain is that you have a pretty high tolerance because you're not letting it get to you or you're not allowing, you know, allowing it to impact your relationship with others and things like that. But you might have firm boundaries. So not necessarily low tolerance, but more so firm boundaries. So and tell me if I'm wrong. 
I'm just making yeah. up different I mean, words. It's... But you might have firm boundaries with other people. And instead of them, like, that you're not tolerating them, it's more so, okay, they've crossed this boundary, or this is getting a little bit too much for me. I'm going to set that boundary, and I'm going to remove myself from the situation. You are mm. being tolerant of what's going on. If you weren't being tolerant, you would have flipped out. That's how I look at it. You well, know? I don't think you have to flip out. In yeah. I don't think so. you have. So you're telling no, me no, 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 you're right. Like, not everyone flips out. I don't, I don't flip out. And, but I just mean in terms of tolerance, I think of tolerance as if you're not tolerating something, you're emotionally yeah. or, you know, everyone has their actual limit. And like, what happens when you reach that actual limit? For me, mm-hmm. I am very outwardly emotional. So not with like other people. When I say outwardly, I don't mean like publicly. I mean it just more so I cry. I'm like, I'm a big crier, <laughs> but like with myself. So those emotions are going to happen. And I'm going to know my window of tolerance. Like I just, it was too much today. I just couldn't handle it t- today. And to me, that's what it means to be tolerant or to not be able to tolerate anymore. When you speak, it sounds more as though you have these boundaries that are set, which is fantastic to know exactly what those boundaries right. are, but that someone's crossing your boundaries more so that they're, you know, that you're not being tolerant. It's interesting though. Yeah, no, that, that is very, I didn't really think about that until now. This is why, again, you guys must have these conversations with other people <laughs> to open up your horizons <laughs> and just really have these, and again, have these conversations to see what it is that, you go on on your regular basis. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're trying to deal with this all by yourself, man, kudos to whoever you are, because I'll give you all the grace. I'll bow down. I'll do everything in the world. Cause this, this this thing called life is, in my personal opinion, is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. So I definitely like the fact that we kind of broke down what is your level of tolerance or your window of tolerance, whichever one you prefer, mm-hmm. uh, because it gives me another perspective. Maybe I actually do have a, a large set, I guess a large, yeah. I guess, window of tolerance. It's just those boundaries that are set in place. And if I, I can place. add, go ahead, go ahead. just knowing what I know about you and some of the experiences that we've had together and the things that you've been through, which I know very little, you know, in the time yeah. that we've had as friends and whatnot, but seeing some of the things that you've been through and some of the stress that's been put on you and the way that you handle yourself, I from my perspective, would say you have a pretty high tolerance. And that's not to say that you, you know, hang up the phone with me and go curse somebody out or whatever. You know, I don't know those experiences behind the scenes, right. but um, but the way that you carry yourself and the way that you push forward and the previous episodes that you put out talking about, I'm going to push forward, I'm going to continue to work towards my goals, so on and so forth. That to me, it's like, no, you for sure have a high level, level of tolerance so- and... Can maintain. I want to take it back really quick to New Year's Eve. Oh, and I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> I'm not going to say what occurred. I'm, I'm going to just try to share a, a, a memory to hope that you can kind of read the, you know, the language that I'm saying without um, actually saying what, what, what occurred. But based off of the day in itself, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Um, if you recall, like there was someone who kind of like not physically or intentionally slapped us in the face Mm -hmm. but it was like man we just got used kind of thing right Um, okay and that's sitting i think i think you're here with me are you are you i I think so i'm doing my best (laughs) new New year's eve was a whole thing for me i was in my own (laughs) level very low level of tolerance but i think i i know where you're at 
So there was, <laughs> I, I think we kind of like realized that, oh man, we just got used and slapped in the face and kind of like just never got, I guess, the credit of it, or at least just, just the idea of everything got really got to put together. And um, for that day, I would say I had a very low, I wouldn't, actually, I didn't really care, honestly. So I, I guess that part didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I cared a little bit more, I guess my tolerance level would have been less, but I would have stayed in the room. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then what do you really call that? Like, you know, I've, I was not at the, not me personally, hypothetically speaking, right? <laughs> hypothetically speaking, if I was really angry, but I stayed in the room, does that really, does that mean I, I have a high tolerance? I'm just trying mm-hmm, to really get an mm-hmm. understanding of this because yeah. I would look at that as you have a small one. You're angry. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. it. And it's funny because now what we're getting into is, are you able to manage your emotions and how is your emotion oh management and stuff like that? The because hell that's, is going on but today. that's what that is, right? <laughs> you were able to manage your emotions. You were able to manage your thoughts and understand that like, this isn't the time for that. So yeah, is that tolerance? Who, who gave you this PR work? Okay. <sighs> I <know>. Sorry. <laughs> You're just, yeah, I mean, geez. like you said, these conversations, they make you think they make you, you know, see different perspectives and, I didn't, I mean, this is not where I thought the conversation was going to go. So it's just making me think like, well, now it's getting into this and now it's getting into that. And is level of tolerance based off of emotion management is, is it based off of boundaries? Is it based off of being able to be empathetic towards others? And I think the answer is yes for all of it, but Hmm. that's, that's, it seems like you were able to, like I said, manage your emotions to the point where you could tolerate the situation, tolerate the people around you and, and understand that, you know, the the reaction to whatever's happening right now needs to be appropriate because of the situation. That mm. it does sound like tolerating something, but it also sounds like managing emotions. I don't know. You got me confused. I'll be honest with you. You got me lost now. <laughs> Sorry. First, it was tolerance. Now we got pretty much I know, we have... now was a, I was yeah. a, or emotional management is what you mentioned because you had a high tolerance you were able to manage your emotions but you, i think you're comparing high tolerance with being able to manage your emotions and low tolerance as lashing out which i don't agree with that okay. i don't think because you have a low tolerance you have to lash out i don't think you have to lash out i think there has to be some sort of like release i think is the word i'm looking for really Yes, I think. So pretty much an action or <laughs> something has to happen in order for you to have, to prove that you have a very low tolerance. I mean, not necessarily okay. to prove, but okay. So, and you may not want to answer that question, this question, if you don't want to, that's okay. But when you are, well, we're on the podcast, so we got to get answered now. You, <laughs> you don't just say that and just come on. Well, now. I shared, I shared <laughs> when I am emotional, when I'm stressed, when I'm frustrated, you know, whatever the case may be, I shared what my emotional release looks like. Everyone has an emotional release. Everyone has something that they do. So that's what I'm asking is like, what does that look like for you? So before I answer, I want you guys all to ask yourself that same question and really think about it yourself before I go deep dive into it. So maybe even take a pause and ask that question and just kind of sit with yourself for a bit and think on it. But in terms of mine, uh, I never, again, I, I think I've, I'm not supposed to be saying this right now, but <laughs> most people won't know when I'm angry. 
mm-hmm. or if anything is like truly indeed wrong with me, unless if you really know me and you just know like you see me on a regular basis, then you can kind of tell because typically if there is something emotionally bothering me, um, not to say I'm, I'm I'm ashamed or sad to express myself. Um, I definitely will if that means me crying or something of that nature. But if it's me lashing out or, you know, just kind of someone else getting to the best of me, I remove myself immediately or kind of just kind of do my own thing. But it stays within me um, for God knows how long. Um, could be short, could be, you know, really long, could be, you know, just a regular day where it's just a, a split second. But there's no real, I don't know, nothing physically, nothing really emotionally um, that ever really takes place, unless if it's obviously a loved one that I think that could really impact me the most. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, you, it's, I'm an interesting character, if you haven't realized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot but to unpack yeah, no, there. No, okay. but it, it's just emotionally speaking, like you will. Like you won't never really see me act out of my character. Um, and well, and that's, that's, it's not necessarily about seeing you. It's about, <clears throat> you know, what that looks like for you, you know? And I'm not, and that's why I said you might not want to share is because you don't have to tell everybody who listens and you don't have to tell me, but I, to me, I would think, and maybe you're proving me wrong right now. I would think that everyone has some sort of release of, emotions or release of stress and when I say release it could be it could be playing basketball it could be like boxing that's that's a physical release of emotion like yeah when people when you're frustrated and you go lift weights or you go you know whatever it is that people do um that's a release and that that's okay too and that could um like open your window of tolerance or allow you to be more tolerant because you were able to get that release so then in that with that being said giving me a little bit more context I could definitely say just not lifting weights, I would say. Not, I, I'll lift weights on a regular day if I need to. Like, mm-hmm. um, lifting weights, just getting up and doing that, that's always great. But I would say probably going on walks is definitely a good way for me to let mm-hmm. out. But most most importantly, it's going to be having conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, just mm-hmm. that is what allows me to release. Because, again, I, I know myself, and I've been told many times over and over again, hey, once your mind is set, your mind is set. And it's very difficult to change your mind. And I say, I I intentionally do that, though. Um, And this conversation is going a whole left field. But I intentionally do that because I believe the same way in the court of law, right? You're innocent to proven guilty. It's the Mm -hmm. same thing with my my mindset. Hey, my mindset is my mindset until you can prove me wrong. Go ahead. If you don't want to prove me wrong, then by all means. I don't care. You don't care. Good. Go about your day. Um, So that's kind of how I take it. And many people don't like to. Um, I guess, go back and forth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) or challenge each other. So that is what I would say. It's the conversations help me more more and more just release, which is why I love bringing people on and hearing from other perspectives and hearing lives. I watch Mm -hmm. interviews, I mean, all the time just to hear what they have to say or their story or their perspective. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would say to answer your question in short, it's speaking, I would say primarily speaking to others. Mm -hmm. No, I think that makes sense. And I was actually kind of seeing my, I always try to find connections. And I think the reason that I do that is because like working with teens, there's always a better way to communicate something and like help people mm. to understand what you're communicating. But the way that I was also thinking about it, a window, like window of tolerance is kind of like, um, like filling your cup, 
you hear, I feel like you hear that pretty often in terms of mental health, like, is your cup empty? Is your cup full? And I think the window of tolerance, if your window of tolerance is closing, it's because your cup is empty. So with me asking you, how do you release? To me, it's more of like, what fills your cup? So when your cup is getting empty or your window of tolerance is closing, what fills your cup? And I think having conversations with others is a fantastic answer for that. It's just kind of like asking what your coping skills are. And that's why I brought up exercise, going out in nature, like your trip. You had talked previously about how your trip was like a really good reset for you and allowed you to kind mm-hmm. of stay focused and stay on track. It's because that filled your cup, you know, and you're able to get back on there and it widened your tolerance. It allowed you to have a, you know, a bigger tolerance level so that yeah. you could get back out there and do what you had to do. So I think that's just another way of looking at it too. Okay. okay. So, I mean, you heard from my perspective of what it- I guess I had, uh, what gave me a little bit of a wider mm-hmm. uh, tolerance level. What was, what's the last thing, if any, that you had where you either had a little or something that gave you, um, I guess, a wider level of tolerance mm-hmm. or window? So a uh, wider window of tolerance, I think, I mean, like I mentioned, I think mine is pretty solid. just based on how I think about others. Um, And it's taken a lot of practice. Um, And that's also, I know I'm bringing so many things into this, I'm sorry, but this, I think it comes down to controlling the controllables as well, because for a while I didn't know that, a while I hadn't had that verbiage. And I think having that verbiage allows me to have a higher tolerance as well, because it's just one of those things that's like, you know what, I can't control this. So I'm gonna be better able to tolerate it um, or better able to kind of just move past it and not stress on it. So um, I always bring up the idea of traffic. It's like if someone cuts you off in traffic, are you going to flip out? Are you going to keep talking about flipping out? Um, you know, yell and whatever, throw up whatever hand signals you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> or what I've been trying to do is just kind of be like, hmm, that person really has somewhere to go. And just try to put like, you know, just try no to think way. of it That's when you, you put it on. I do my best. I do my best. That's it depends. It depends. I'm from New York also. <laughs> So things are a little bit different. (laughs) I was born in New York. Things are a little bit different. And Arizona drivers, we're not going to get into it, but Arizona drivers, worst. I've driven all over the place and they are the worst by far. But anyway, anyway, so I do my best. I do my best to just kind of understand. And the same thing, you know, you see people act in all sorts of ways when you're in public and just, I just do my best to be like, I don't know what they have in their lives. So I'm going to do my best not to judge. I'm going to do my best not to react. So that's why I think I have a pretty, pretty solid um, level or window of tolerance um, is just that Hmm. empathy and like trying to put other people and understand their perspective. Um, But I think the same thing that I just asked you, like having coping skills, um, playing rugby, I have an incredible, incredible group of friends and um, family that I know that I can talk to. And like you said, have those conversations. These conversations for sure fill my cup and just being a guest I I know I shared that with you, like how important that was to me and how much that helped me. So conversations as well. Yeah. All things like that um, definitely helped to do that. And then on the opposite. So I don't have a, I don't have a specific time that it happened. I just have reasons that it happens. Um, But then the opposite end of things would probably just kind of be the opposite times. Right. So when I'm feeling not supported which is Mm. it's not a real thing it's just me in my own head 
or lonely. That that's a tough one. Um, if I just had, I mean, there are days I have really tough days at work and I come home and my dog did something that went through the trash can that happened yesterday, went through the whole trash can and there's trash all over the floor. And, and then now I go upstairs and I forgot I left my laundry on the, you know, just silly, like first world type problems, but that just really adds stress to that and just kind of feel like they're taking from you. And so those days can be tough. Um, yeah, but I don't, I can't think of a specific time that's like, oh, my window of tolerance was just a wall this day. So, but Let's say, hypothetically speaking, because I'm thinking of an occurrence right now, and I just want to kind of identify whether this is me having a little tolerance or is it just boundaries at this point? I think that's kind of where I'm still stuck between trying to identify okay. the two. And so let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you plan to speak to someone on a certain day. And that certain day comes by and you reach out um, as, of course, was planned. You didn't hear anything. So you're like, okay, cool, whatever. However, let's say two, three days go by and the person calls back. Me personally, that conversation is entirely different than what we're initially going to have just Mm -hmm. because we had in a scheduled time that we were going to speak. At this point, how I look at it is you have a very low level of tolerance for my time. Right? That's the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so in that situation, if I'm looking at it like that, it's like, well, that conversation has now changed because, again, I looked at it as you guys, I guess maybe you didn't value my time. Mm-hmm. Is that boundaries or is that me just putting setting stone like, all right, because you can't value my time, I just, I guess I won't value yours. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I think to me, it sounds, I'm going to, you know, answer the question without answering the question, as I always do. Um, it sounds like you have a low tolerance for people who cross your boundaries. And I think uh-huh. I think the answer is both. You know, like you, you know, you have a lot going on. You are passionate about the things that you do. So if people aren't going to take your time seriously and your, you know, the communication and whatever it is, if they're not going right. to take that seriously, you have a low tolerance for that. And that's one of your boundaries. So I think the huh. answer is both. That's the way that I see it, is that it's both. Interesting. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious. Let's hear it. Let us send me a DM personally. You don't even don't send it to the Walking Grill. Send it to me personally, and I know. I'll share it with I'll share it with <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> when, I don't get to hear when now. needed. <laughs> oh wow! Um, but I. What do you think it truly down, truly indeed boils down to? Like what enables us to really have a high or even a low tolerance level? It's a good question. It's an interesting question. Yeah. I'm just, I don't yeah. know. I personally don't know. I'm, I'm have, all over I have a few place, ideas. Clearly. Then let's hear it. I shared some of them earlier. So I'm going to go back to the cup example because I think that's a, I think it's, relatively familiar to people. And I think it's an easy way of kind of visualizing it. Um, So when I say you need things to add to your cup or fill your cup, I think we need to pay attention to the things that take away from our cup, right? Or um, kind of drain us. And that really just comes down to stress. And everyone has something that stresses them out. Some stressors are bigger than others, but to an individual that doesn't matter. You know, we shouldn't really compare our stressors to others, but everyone has some level of stress, whether it be work-related or people-related or financial or whatever. Right now, like finances are huge for a lot of people. Um, 
And we have lots of conversations in Phoenix right now about heat and just people not being, their window of tolerance is non-existent because they're just trying to survive the heat, to be honest. And that comes down to finances as well. And that comes down to, you know, what is your living situation? Are you working? So there's so many different things that can change your tolerance level and change what you're able to. So I'm not going to go there. My brain is going so many places. Um, Change what you're able to cope with and what you're able to handle ultimately what you're able to tolerate and and then of course not only stress but and we don't have to dig um, too deep into this but people's level of trauma if you have a level of trauma it your day just starts I always use I'm gonna do it I always use for the people on YouTube (laughs) this is what I do in therapy so I always use like an example like this where if this is your cup that's full or not full you have these stress levels right and if you're up here you're gonna be fine because you have all of this to you're not going to have that emotional, you know, experience or whatever. But some people and I'm, have I'm really... I'm sorry, I got to cut you off because you're not doing the people that are listening on the audio version only justice. So you got to explain apologies. a little I'm bit I'm still getting more. used to this. I'm still getting used know, no, to you're this. Good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So if you have... And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to... I mean, a cup is a perfect example, right? So yeah. when you have stressors throughout your day, your cup is getting full. Your cup is getting fuller and fuller based on the stressors that you're experiencing. Where if you have trauma, let's see my, leave my hair tie on my straw. Um, if you have trauma or if you have like chronic stress that's going to be there throughout your life, you might start your day with your cup half full. So you might start here. So now your entire day, all you have is the second half of your cup of stress or of experiences before you have that emotional reaction or before you, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but that level of trauma, just kind of your cup starts with whatever it is, water, whatever we're talking about in it. Um, and it's a lot harder to, now you have to work extra hard with your coping skills. You have to work extra hard with your ability to, to cope and to, um, have those conversations with other people. What's going to make me feel better. What's going to make me feel okay. So that my window of tolerance doesn't close completely. So, yeah, there's lots of, yeah. You guys were able to kind of get an inside scoop. I mean, I'm even getting a valuable masterclass lesson right now. (laughs) (laughs) Now now I know what to kind of pay attention to of whenever it is that I want to cope with something specifically. Mm -hmm. And just know, guys, you wake up every day with your cup half, half, halfway filled, right? Right. It depends on your levels of trauma and levels of stress. So some days we were kind of talking about before, if you have a fantastic weekend, you might wake up mon- Monday morning and just completely ready for the day, right? You're so ready to go and just your tolerance levels are like you're so ready for anything and you can handle anything. Or if you had a really not so great weekend and we're feeling really stressed out Monday morning, you might wake up and be like, absolutely not. <laughs> just not ready for anything, right? So it kind of just depends on depends on who you are. depends on your, I mean, kind of ability to tolerate things anyway and then stress levels and and so on and so forth. But as long as you have those, those coping skills, people you can go to, you know, whatever it is that does fill your cup, that does um, make you feel better, then that's, that's what you need to work on. And that's what you need to talk about problems though, because you just said there's a lot of heat going on in Phoenix, or I guess what's, what is that all about? Um, Well, I mean, we don't have to get into climate change, but it's like live in the desert. So it's like a hundred and, yeah, but it's getting worse. It's getting a lot worse. And like 
recently we set the record for like um, amount of days in a row over 110 degrees. I got in my car the other day and it was 122. Yeah, but it's not dry heat. Well, no, it is dry heat. It's not humidity, right? That's correct. But I would challenge you to come out here and feel it. <laughs> so is it anything like Vegas then? Um, yes, it is. But it's well, not also... That bad. You guys are good. It is like now. Vegas, but it's... Have, first of all, <laughs> have you been to Vegas in July, in August? I have. And second of all, it's five hours south. So it's hotter. But you just said it's like it. So I said the it's distance l- doesn't matter. Is North Carolina <laughs> like New York? Yeah, it's like it, but it's not the same. Okay, okay. Let's get let's get technical today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to hear what was going on there, um, just because it kind of threw me off. Uh, but do you have any last things that you want to say or no? Um, well, I was going to say since our um, you know main focus is those action steps and what we can do to help yeah. in terms of um, putting this into action. Um, I know I just kind of went on a whole rant about it, but the action steps from from this would kind of just be who are the people that I need or what are the things that I need to do to make sure that I'm coping. And when I do have stress, what do I do to, to handle that and to make sure that my widow tolerance isn't getting too, too small. So I think that would be the, the action steps and just being able to think through things like what is it that really frustrated me today? What is it that, you know, made me um, feel like I was going to go over the edge or just really overstressed me today? being able to think through that and process it within yourself and then use the coping skills. It sounds, I say it like it's easy, but I'm fully aware that it's not. And a lot of adults are not taught how to do that. Um, so again, I'm, I'm here for any questions. We're here um, to continue these conversations. And, and if there are, you know, questions about, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know how to do that. Or I don't know what my yeah. coping skills are. Um, here's what I'm interested. What can I do? Things like that. More than, more than, more than happy to, have those conversations and answer those questions. So, yeah. I, I, I guess for anybody that's there to this point, you're going to get a little bonus because I got a question before we go. I have to ask this question. Why do you believe that we're not taught how to deal with this stuff? It's like, it's, it's almost like a weird yeah. thing. It's, we're being told what, to, how to, well, we're really being told how to think, but we're not mm-hmm. being taught how to feel. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, get me started. Um, I just don't think, I really, truly don't think mental health is valued. And I think, I think, unfortunately, mental health is like a relatively new topic. So the people who are in charge of our country are not thinking about it, per se. They weren't taught anything. They weren't, you know, they didn't learn how to manage their emotions. They didn't learn how to, you know, cope with stress and anxiety and depression and all these different things that they're kind of feeling like yeah. our like trigger words nowadays. And it's like, no, mental health, behavioral health, integrated health, all these different things are relatively new topics. So the fact that we're talking about it, um, it's allowing us to learn more and allowing us to create education around it so that more adults and teens and youth are able to learn about it and, and have the conversations and continue to educate others. But hopefully this is like my, honestly, like my dream is to be able to have a curriculum that it is in school so that we are learning about it in school and you're not relying on just people and podcasts and friends to have the conversations. So. Did you ever go through, I know I did, I think it was a health and sex ed class. Mm-hmm. Did you have to go through one? Yeah. 
So you would think they would have that, I guess, in it, right? My that probably be the, be the place where they the curriculum will fit best. Yes, absolutely. My undergrad is in yeah. physical education and health education. So not only did I was I a student, but I was a teacher in health ed, and um, it's lacking. It's definitely lacking. I have all the research in terms of which states um, have like family planning or have things like that versus. Um, what am I trying to say? Like abstinence only. And so because it's abstinence only, they're not going to talk about healthy relationships. They're not going to talk about consent, things like that. They're the yeah. closest they'll get to mental health is stress. Right. So, um, but there's so many things that go into mental health and there's so many things that go into, um, like you said, the, like being able to tolerate, how do you have coping skills? What do healthy relationships mm-hmm. look like? All those different things that, that really should be talked about. Um, so that we know moving forward. Well, you guys got that state to this point. You got a bonus round. And you heard something that I didn't even hear, which is Courtney's dream. Mm-hmm. Now she made it to everybody's objective. Because obviously, <laughs> if you're still listening to this point, you care about us. You care about what Courtney had to say. So let's let's try yeah. to help her up. Pua, you care about Pua too. <laughs> let's Pua uh, let's to go ahead and more. try to make those, that dream come true for all of us. Because I Uh-oh. think it's important for us to be having these conversations so that we all... <laughs> He's part of the show. Don't worry. <laughs> he never barks. Oh my god! But wherever you're listening to, don't forget to show love. And again, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, show share this with somebody else because you don't know who's really needing this. Because everything we preach over here is all about growing with us, unleashing your power to transform your reality. So keep on applying those perspectives, education, growth, and collaboration, y'all.